forgiveness, apologizing, and just being gentle um, in relationships. Uh, just being able to make myself into the type of person who doesn't feel like my pride is um, is such that I can't make amends with people around me. You yeah. Know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I find I find that I've apologized more probably in the last year or two than I have collectively <clears throat> maybe in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And genuine apologies, not just you know trying to skim over stuff and just be like, you know, try to get past things, but mm-hmm. genuinely apologizing with the understanding that what I've done may have hurt or offended or caused somebody to, you know, feel bad in some way. Um, awesome. And so that's kind of just been my focus uh, lately, just kind of turning it over and over and in my head, just creating myself to be a more, a person that's easier to get along with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Those are the type of people that I want to be around. And mm-hmm. so in order to make that happen, I got to be that guy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I was listening to a uh, to a uh, a video me and Gary uh, watched really mm-hmm. recently. Um, and he shared a, uh, uh, like this, uh, I guess you could call it a parable, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's a parable, <laughs> anecdote, however you want to mm-hmm. describe it. But anyway, he said, um, he said there was a guy who... Uh, joined the army, mm-hmm. sorry, the Navy, joined the Navy, and he rose in the ranks to become a general, admiral, whatever. And uh, while he was sailing in the night, mm-hmm. he saw the lights of another ship in the distance. Mm-hmm. And he got on a loudspeaker and said, uh, this is the SS so-and-so, mm-hmm. uh, please change your bearing 10 degrees to the east. Mm-hmm. And a voice, a gentle voice came back over another loudspeaker from the from the distant light that said, uh, actually, you're probably going to want to move 10 degrees to the west. Mm-hmm. So, you know, his pride started to rise up. The admiral, his pride started to raise up. And he said, no, nah, I am admiral such and such and such. You're going to you're mm-hmm. going to move 10 degrees to the east, change your bearing 10 degrees to the east. Mm-hmm. This is the U.S. military, U.S. Navy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He said, uh actually, you're probably going to want to change your direction 10 degrees to the west. And so he, he got into this shouting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he got really upset and really enraged. And uh, so he went off and said some bad words and all this kind of stuff, said, change your bearing 10 degrees to the east. Mm-hmm. And finally, he said, uh, "I this is, I'm a battleship with the U.S. Navy, change your bearing immediately 10 degrees east. And the voice came back and said, well, I'm a lighthouse. Uh, it's your choice <laughs> what you want to do. Nice. That's <laughs> sweet. I like that. Yeah. Man. So um, it just basically was, you know, a story about this man's pride and his mm-hmm. ego mm-hmm. not allowing him to to bend. Uh, actually, the, the word that was used was malleable, being mm-hmm. malleable mm-hmm. in order to bend around certain things that our pride may force us to run into the lighthouse mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. being more malleable. Where now I can say, okay, well, am I wrong? Am I in the in the you know in a bad spot? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of just been some stuff that I've been thinking about. Y'all got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, um, for me, um, I always am of the mind to I like to put out something that I want to get back, kind of right. thing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if I offend somebody, which is rare, to, if ever, that I know of, I, I will I, I'll clean it up right away. But I kind of go into it with the understanding that this is the kind of communication that I want to get back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I get into some kind of disagreement or somebody says something that agitates me or I get annoyed by something, I try and check myself and just, you know, make sure that, hey, 
you know, whatever comes out next is not, you know what right, I'm saying, yeah, not going to yeah. gonna be something that I'm, I might regret. <clears throat> right, so I always right. think of, like, beforehand, like, and however I move, like, I, I'm going to just put out there what I want to give back. So if it's humor, if it's fun, if it's lighthearted, if it's kindness, if it's any of those things that I, I would would like or would require, then then that's what I'm going to put out first. Gotcha. That's kind of just how my mind is wired. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, you know that's kind of, I don't know if that's kind of how I was brought up, but my wiring is like that. You know, so, so you got kind of the do unto others as you would have them do unto you type of uh, yeah. mindset? Yeah, because I think I could probably have a pretty slick tongue, man. I can yeah. say stuff like real fast off the cuff. Right. People are like, wait a minute. Right. Everybody right. say like, wait a minute. You just, you, you just said, yeah, you just insulted to me, man. Right, I'm, right. I'm just getting so, because that's happened before. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? I just, I didn't even mean nothing by that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people think you're always being sarcastic mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, uh, you know, I don't. I just don't, I don't mean to offend, you know, yeah. and then, so, you know, I try and curb it with humor, but then even that can come off as mm-hmm. disingenuous. So absolutely, just got to constantly, it's a constant re- reevaluation and constant yes. recalibration of your character. Like mm-hmm. you walk into it knowing who you are as a character mm-hmm. and how you conduct yourself, how you character yourself and then carry yourself and then how people see you. Mm-hmm. And so it's a juggling act, gotcha. you know, how yeah. you see yourself, how people see you and then how you want to be seen and kind of got to juggle right. all of that. Yeah. And yeah. then you come to the conclusion, well, this is how I'm going to interact. This is how I'm going to conduct myself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I even look at other people, and I, I admire other people's, like, sort of self-control. Um, then those that lack self-control, you know, you, you wish you could help them, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Good point. Yeah, yeah, but, but the people that can, can kind of just be slow to speak, kind of mm-hmm. listen, I always, always like that. So Me yeah. too. Yeah. Is it, now, you mentioned j- the juggling act with the, mm-hmm. uh, um, I'm trying to remember how you put it. The way that you are, yeah. the way that you want to be, yeah, potentially then, if those two are not the same yet, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the way that other people perceive you. Right. How do you how do you manage those three things and still maintain your own authenticity? Right. Well, the, your authenticity is at the top of the list. That's that's what kind of governs everything. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of just, all those are just checkpoints of observation. It's not like I'm acting, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But it's just uh, being of the mindset of, and I've thought this through, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because- Cause you get to the point in your life, it was like you're in situations like people misunderstand you. Sure. Cause there's been times, man, yes. where I've been serious mm-hmm. and people thought I was funny. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I sit there while everybody's cracking up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, get madder and madder. Cause like, cause I'll be like, I'm actually serious right now. Right. And then they laugh more, and I'm like. <laughs> that's that's all you can do. And so then you know you. You look in the mirror, whatever you got to do is say, uh, what exactly am I doing? Like, what's going on with my face? Right, like, right. miscommunicating. Like, people. Right. Because it's cool, man. Like, I think being funny is cool, but it mm. is a two-edged sword. Absolutely. Sometimes yeah. you want to be taken seriously. Yep, yep, yep. They're like, God, we're not going to take you seriously. You know what right, I'm saying? So, right. You know, but. You but get typecast. You get typecast, yep. right. Absolutely. But people that actually know you, they know. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But. You know, but then they hate the serious guy. They're like, well, don't bother with that. You're right. Yeah, Get out of here. Y'all you know just doom and gloom. Yeah, yeah. It's too serious. Yeah, yeah. so. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, but this is, it's more of a, I think the definition is just being self-aware. You know what I'm Self-aware. Saying? Yeah, just being self-aware, man. That's all. <clears throat> but yeah. I, I, I will say, I think that we're in a time... And I love that you bring this up because I think we're in a time, man, where people don't really take the time to get to know one another intimately, right. mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with social media and mm-hmm. stuff. We always yeah. got to bring up social media because I think it's crippling everything dealing with how we socialize, how we interact on an intimate level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's masses of people that probably couldn't sit here like this, mm-hmm. look each other in the face and then talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So 
I think it's not organically. Just not organically. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I've been in some situations. I think we all have people mm-hmm. be real fake. Yeah. And it's like, wow, yeah. you were bleeding fake right now. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. you, you can't even right. stop. They can't stop the hemorrhaging. Yep. Like, yep. How, how much fake is, fakeness is going on. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, man. Right, right. You know, I, like, I, don't know, I don't know how to be like that, man. So Yeah, I, I have a hard time with being fake too, man. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I, cause I, I feel you when it's like, you be like, I, I, sometimes I won't have a filter and I'll just say things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that was bad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like that was Don't like me be out a of pocket, bit angry or irritated. Yeah, then, yeah. then the filter just yeah. travels further and further back. Right, he like that was out of pocket. Like that situation didn't even warrant that. Right, and it, exactly. you know, say, and I said that. So yep. yeah. then I got to go back and apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, 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 it's pretty bad. So, so mm-hmm. what, what, what situations do you find yourself in that where you say things you got to apologize? Do you feel like you're just insensitive immediately, or what is the character trait that makes you? That's that's actually a really good question. Um, so I had this conversation with a friend of mine about a year ago, and I was like, um, I was like, ninety nine point nine percent of the things that I think mm. aren't said, aren't oh. spoken, <clears throat> mostly because my mind, and this goes back to our personality um, mm. types, my mind is analytical and logical Mm -hmm. and by definition those things are the opposite of warm and fuzzy and Mm -hmm. feeling you know and then uh and uh sensitive you Mm -hmm. know it's it's more cold and calculated that's the way my mind naturally works and so i have to work at being a softer gentler person Mm -hmm. and so um knowing that i always have something that's cold and calculating ready to go it's it's just natural you know what i mean <clears throat> and so my filter has is not so much being mean or stopping myself from being mean, mm-hmm. but it's stopping myself from being I don't want to say unfeeling, but that's yeah. almost kind of what it feels like, you know yeah. what I mean? I think that's that's where the struggle comes for me when like when you're saying like trying to be genuine because that feels like that's that's home base, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that cold calculated just straight to the point, logic-based feels the most natural. It feels and natural. And then it feels like, okay, to try to have to have, have to soften the blow almost feels like being disingenuous sometimes to me. Yeah. And that, that's, that gets frustrating to try to find that balance. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so. What my, my approach with that, because I have <clears throat> the exact same thing, <clears throat> my approach, number one, is when I'm talking to somebody that I know, like, y'all, I... I don't have to give a lot of pauses while mm-hmm. I'm talking, except for, you know, if I'm trying to be careful mm-hmm. because we're on camera. But mm-hmm. if we're just in a general conversation with the four of us mm-hmm. or any one of you individually, mm-hmm. I don't really mm-hmm. hesitate a lot. I'm mm-hmm. able to just rattle off what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling, whatever. Yeah. When I'm in a conversation with someone who I know may be a little more fragile, mm-hmm. my my speech slows down from 100 miles per hour to about three. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yes. That's painful, man. It's only because I'm every word I'm I'm analyzing as it comes out. I got you. So that I can, and this is where I where I feel like I'm being genuine because mm-hmm. I genuinely do love people. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, my genuineness is wanting to be able to communicate with them in a way that is not harmful to them. Gotcha. And so I make the effort to circumvent my natural, right. you know, kind of just, right, right. just off the cuff calculating without even, without worrying about anybody's feelings conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in order to, to be effective in what I say and how I communicate, mm-hmm. but also measure it with grace and, and love. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 
or dose it out with grace and love. <clears throat> That's gotcha. pretty hard, man. Gotcha. It's it's not easy, man. Yeah. You know? Um. I don't know. That's give me an example. Like, are you like, hey, buddy, how are you doing today? No. So, like, for instance, okay. Buddy, <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. So, for instance, if if I'm having a conversation with a person about. Okay, I'll give you a real-world example, mm -hmm. and this is one that I can say without it being uh, something that we have to edit or, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had conversations with um, lady friends of mine who are in relationships. And I, I mean lady friends, not girlfriends, not romantic, mm -hmm. just, yeah. just friends who happen to be women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I've had conversations with them about abusive relationships or... Uh, things that they're dealing with that they have control over whether or not they can stay or leave, you know, that right, type of right, thing. Right, right. Um, and in my mind, my thing is, dog, get up and go. <clears throat> That's my, my knee jerk reaction is there's no feeling involved here. Get up and go. If you get, if you get thrown down the stairs on yeah. a regular basis, get up and go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's my logic <clears throat> speaking, not, uh, not taking into account. Okay. Well, there are, you know, serious right. emotional ties in a relationship right. where a, a person feels trapped. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's true. Um, then also you have to think about, you know, sometimes there's a financial aspect. You know, where are you going to go? You know, yeah. that type of thing. And so that's why I mean <clears throat> I have to slow myself down and yeah. process all of the variables that my calculations or my logic would just ignore. Yeah, right. You know. That's cool. That's just exercise and empathy, man. Exactly. You know, I mean, yep. I think it's imperative. And I think that's... Actually, a really good practice because yeah. I think that's a dying yeah. uh, feature of the human condition. Yeah. Is people just exercising empathy on a daily right. basis. Right. Mm -hmm. I right. mean, because I think that's why everybody in general is more cold and callous towards one another mm -hmm. because we don't want to really just sit and listen to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and, you know, the emotional thing, nobody wants to deal with people's emotions or listen to how they're handling the things in their life. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a really good good thing you're doing, man, because it just makes and it builds character for yourself. Sure, you know what I'm saying so, absolutely. I'm, I, I'm I'm happy with the progress that yeah, I've made. In that. Everybody wins with that, man. Yeah, so, yep. yeah, I agree with you. What about you? You got any? Uh... No, I'm just I'm just kind of absorbing everything. <laughs> I think that I'm in the process of change anyway, mm -hmm. transition of 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 actually becoming um, what what really what that is mm -hmm. you know more and more is like slowing down yeah and really hearing the need mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah. that's the biggest mm -hmm. part is hear the need absolutely mm -hmm. and 100%. and um the forgiveness man is is a it's a main ingredient that we all should uh exercise mm -hmm. daily mm -hmm. yeah. yeah forgiving ourselves for one yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's number one, start. That's the number one. That's the hardest one. That's the hardest one. So there's a lot of stuff that we've have uh, in our life have been placed in the environments, the culture, situations that has processed or caused us to process information, and and when we process information, our output is going to display that, mm -hmm. right? Right. So that's the reason why I talk about the transition. You have to realize, like, man. What you're talking about here is in results, mm -hmm. but you know what I mean? Like your forgiveness is really an end result of something, right? Mm -hmm. It's a growth. It's maturity. That's true. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's an end right. result. How do we get there? You know what yeah. I mean? That's what Al was talking about. It's mm -hmm. like juggling these things. It's yeah. like so much you have to, oh man, like I said, I'm still processing it. It's, it's really good. It's a really good topic. I think, yeah. um, 
Yeah, just let me process it a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. I, I, you, I forgot that I even talked about forgiveness. I was yeah. thinking about apologies. But, man, forgiveness is a whole different beast. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, especially, you know, there are there are levels to the way that a person can hurt or offend <clears throat> or, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. otherwise harm someone. And uh, I, I don't think that I've ever really been a person that holds grudges. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are certain blatant offenses that I've experienced in my life that were incredibly difficult to you know, yeah. just let go yeah. because I, I don't believe that forgiveness. And this is just my my personal belief based on the forgiveness that we receive from, uh, you know, our creator, from from, you know, the the forgiveness that Jesus displayed from all of the all of the examples that we have that we look to to see what forgiveness really is. Right. right. Um, forgiveness is absolute. Or at least it should be. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I've had experiences where it's been very, very challenging to completely and absolutely forgive someone mm-hmm. the way that we've been forgiven. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Forgiveness should be a completely clean slate. That's yeah. the reason. Why I had a conversation years and years and years ago about <clears throat> whether or not the forgive and forget or wait, wait, what was it? Forgive and forget versus I forgive you, but we can never be close to one another again. I'll never allow you in my space again because that's what most of us do. Yeah. That's what we've come to understand as far as forgiveness. But technically, mm-hmm. forgiveness isn't quite like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so it's it's, impo- it's, <clears throat> it's challenging for me to, um, I'm thinking of one offense in my head in particular, mm-hmm that uh, where I've forgiven a person and yet it is a very real challenge for me to even give it a second thought to allowing that person back into my space, back into, uh, um, or to to renew any sort of trust or that type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm thinking the only, I was sitting there thinking the only forgiveness I would have a hard time with is if somebody's blatantly dishonest. Yeah, and that's, that's what much, that's what it that's yeah, what it was. I can forgive pretty much anything, but mm-hmm. if you're just a bold faced liar mm-hmm. and you lie when the truth will do, mm-hmm. and I can't be bothered with you. Know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you lie when the truth will do. Because <laughs> yeah. people like that, man. Yeah, that, that, They'll just lie for nothing for no reason, right? Yeah, just lie to kind of act like they leveled up or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't have to lie about anything, so, right? Right. So, so this is where this is where, like I said, I'm in the transition period mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now, where I'm trying not to allow anything to affect me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like flat out, right? Okay. And I'm working towards that where words, like you said, like like why lie when the truth would do. Yeah. Like man. when someone speaks or spits some venom on you or whatever the case may be, I'm trying to I'm trying to arm my mind the way Christ armed itself. Mm-hmm. I see two very, very good examples in scripture, man. Mm-hmm. Where 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 Jesus was on the cross. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. This man, he he went on the cross. The and he, did, he didn't even. That's crazy. He yeah. didn't even need it. a righteous <clears throat> man doing the best he possibly could for mankind, mm-hmm. and people hated him for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And and Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And you got Stephen mm-hmm. in front of the same type of mindset, and and they hauled him off, put him to a pit, stoned him. Mm-hmm. He says, "Father, lay them not to." The, <laughs> they, it's not, they're not this into their charge. Yeah, yeah. I think those are two areas that I'm really focusing my life on mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And um, 
It's tough, man. It's tough, man. Oh, it's yeah, tough. I it's tough. You, it's tough. Would y'all agree that that forgiveness should be absolute? Yeah. Yes. I, I would agree should, with that. It should be absolute. But I think, too, like you brought up the example earlier of like a female like in, a, in an abusive relationship. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think that some amount of self-care has to be there. Like if forgiving a person and letting them back into your space means they're going to hurt you again or there's, there's that risk, I mm-hmm. think that there has to be, again, some kind of balance there. Like common sense, you mean? Sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah. And I mean, it's like I think it's it's more about I think what you were talking about, and that's that's something I'm kind of working on in myself too, is being able to forgive them and genuinely wish them well. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah. I think that's that's what it comes down to. Is like you know when you're you saying you forgive somebody, it's easy to say the words, but yeah. when the door closes and you back home, how do you really feel? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, yeah. and that's what I think yeah. is like you know that's the real measure of because again you can make it you can make it seem to somebody that you have forgiven them all mm-hmm. day long to their face, mm-hmm. but it's like okay when I go back home and, and the doors are closed, how do I really feel? What's yeah. in my heart? Exactly, yeah. and that's yeah. that's what I think we have to we have to explore and again try to force ourselves into that mentality of what does forgiveness actually look like? I don't want to redefine it. I don't want to make some definition of it that's convenient for me or that fits what I'm doing in this situation. What does the actual word mean? Beautiful. And and let me correct myself where I find I don't line up. And I probably line, won't line up a lot, you You're know what I mean? Right. But to realize, okay, this is something I'm working on or something I'm, I'm striving for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Is it possible, I would ask, like you mentioned earlier, to actually forgive in all its fullness? And just move on. Because, I mean, you don't have to be like, I don't want you in my life. I mean, but you can be like, I'm forgiving you as well as simultaneously moving on. Yeah. I think that might be a part of the package. That's good. I don't want to, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be somebody that's tailor-making it for it. No, yeah. but I you think I think that's yeah. that's a safe way, I think, to yeah. approach it, right? Yeah. Like, you know, okay, well, the situation that I was in, because that, that could be it. The situation I was in that even allowed this mm-hmm. hurt to come, mm-hmm. I'm moving past that situation or past that, you know, whatever, whatever the whatever circumstance is, may right. be, right? I'm not in that place anymore where I'm going to even be... Mm-hmm. Susceptible or vulnerable to that anymore, exactly. right? Maybe that's. I think we have to be careful because we we can be very crafty, right? Exactly. We have to be careful to make sure we're not trying to. Um. I don't know. Trying to to manipulate circumstances, you know, yeah. I mean, to kind of make it come out in a way that's that's convenient or easier for us, right? But you know, if we really are in that place, okay, well, I'm not going to be in that place to be that vulnerable anymore. So it's not something. It's not something we have to worry about. If that's really the case, and that's what it is. Right. And this is where it becomes difficult too, because nobody's in your heart but you and God. You know, exactly. you and your Creator. So it's just mm-hmm. like it's it's um you got you got to really be honest with yourself. And that's yeah. that's where that's where you know that's where it becomes difficult. Is that yeah. thing we we're talking about before again? That's it's powerful. just you got to really really be honest with yourself and like really ask yourself those questions. You know, how do I really really feel? Yeah. Because you can't deal with it if you can't even admit to yourself what you're feeling. You can't right. deal with it. You right. can't even acknowledge that there's a problem there or something that you want to improve. Right. If you're telling yourself there's not a problem. Right. 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 So I'm, I'm wondering, is it safe for the process to be forgive yourself in that situation? Because sometimes you have to forgive yourself within the situation, like mm-hmm. forgive yourself for not seeing something or forgive yourself for letting your guard down, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Then the process can maybe move forward of, I got to forgive this person because it's part of my healing, my growth mm-hmm. and how I have to move past it. Sure. Cause you know, you got people, man, that dealing with some deep stuff, man, mm-hmm. you know, like, you, you know, all kinds of things when it comes to somebody being dishonest or somebody abandoning them, things like that, or abusive. And you have to forgive your yourself in that situation because mm-hmm. some people beat themselves up always. Like yeah, the the, the, the women point. that are are battered like mm-hmm. that, 
they beat themselves up all the time. Yeah. And they tell themselves that they deserve it. And the thing is, you can't tell yourself that. Right. You have to tell yourself, I don't deserve this. I deserve better. And I forgive myself for even allowing my my existence to be to succumb to this. Yeah. Then you forgive that person for mm-hmm. their imperfections because we're all human at the mm-hmm. end of the day. You can forgive a monster, but then you can't stay with that monster. You have to move past that. And that's a part of the forgiving, I think, process. Mm. It's not... I mean, I'm just, I'm just. No, that makes a lot of sense. I'm just trying to think of a process, you know, because yeah, yeah. a lot of people, when you say, uh, "What does forgiveness really look like?" Right, right. Some people mm-hmm. have to give themselves a tangible process to, to really execute. Mm-hmm. That. Sure. You can't just say, "I forgive you," and like you said, then just go home. Yeah, and be Like uh, yeah. you being, you know, yeah. you go to bed, you're like. Man, I can't stand that. Dude. Yeah, I really yeah, didn't forgive him. Yeah, and I've you done it. Like, yeah, he'd be like, I really, I really hate him more now because. Because <laughs> well, like, no, no, that's true though. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, that's what right. I was gonna say. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying to put the words. Yeah. You feel like you let them off the hook. Yeah. Then you look them in their face. They look in your face. Mm-hmm. They be like, All right, man, thanks, bro. We good mm-hmm. now. You be like, Yeah, I hate you more now. <laughs> because because like you said, you let them off the hook, and it's like, so yeah, that's not. I really didn't forgive him. You know, you know. I think that the way I had to try to process that was it's not letting somebody else off the hook. It's letting you free yourself from carrying that burden around. Right. There we go. Because that's, forgiveness that's, is yeah. for you ultimately. Yeah. That's that's that's, that's really, the number one. Thing. You have to take that mindset. Yep. That's because, what it is. Okay, I'm I'm holding on to how I feel about this person. That's what and when I'm in, when I'm in the presence of this person. You feel your rage that bubbling, you feel like you, know, you feel like you get your, yeah. your body's all tensed mm-hmm. up. It's like, okay, do I want to be in that mindset? Do I want to carry that right. around with me all the time, yeah. or do I want to let somebody who has shown themselves as an enemy or that's done something against me let them have that kind of control over me? Right. So it's exactly. you know you have to, and, and you can't make it can't make it a selfish process. You can't say I'm going to forgive this person just for the sake of me being able to have my have a burden lifted off of you. Because that's not, right. in the spirit of forgiveness, right. that's right. not, yeah. Right. So right. It's, it's, right. it's complicated. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Brings to mind the adage of um, uh, a person who won't forgive mm-hmm. or harboring anger towards somebody is like drinking poison and then wait, like me drinking poison and then waiting on him to die. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Right. That's the craziest thing you yeah, can think right. of. Yeah, but right. that's exactly what unforgiveness is, holding on to grudges and, and suppressed rage towards a specific individual for some sort of offense. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, it, it, it's complicated. It's very mm-hmm. complicated. Like, like you get metaphysical for a minute and not not, yeah. not even that far into it but mm-hmm. there is a school of thought that basically says that um suppressed feelings unresolved feelings especially negative emotions is what it leads to disease, disease in our body oh mm-hmm. absolutely oh, yeah right heard about so this. Yeah. especially mm-hmm. like cancer like mm-hmm. is, is like one mm-hmm. of the, the frequent causes like the, the growth of that yeah. cancer is yeah. it's fed yes physically by nutrients in your body but more so by by negative emotions and the mm-hmm. way your body's processing it and if you're not releasing it in some way or dealing with it in some mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. that that's what basically feeds and metastasize you know this this you know a, a growing tumor in you that could eventually take you out mm-hmm. and even like the name dis-ease like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm uneasy about something right. i'm not at rest i'm not uh re- i'm not feeling resolution right. in, in right. certain situations and that basically is what causes your body physically to start having those kind of reactions so they say like even from like some eastern teachers even from like a health standpoint Mm -hmm. why it's important to deal with those things and to let go of negative emotions negative feelings and things like that so so there's a um a study and i i I wish i could cite it for y'all but i'll try to find it and send it to you maybe we can even put it in the description okay but there's a study that has a person at rest uh they test, what is it? 
It's either their their uh, blood oxygen levels or something something to do with the blood. Mm-hmm. At rest, in a calm state of being, a person um, is able to be at kind of at their most healthy. Let's say it like that. During this test, they ask the participant to focus on something that makes them angry. They show them images that are disturbing or or whatever. And after I think like ten minutes, um, there the, there's a physical change. The blood has released toxins from being just from being angry or uneasy or whatever. The blood releases toxins or the body releases toxins into the blood that literally poisons itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The body poisons itself it. when you're angry or upset or uneasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that whatever, you know, that study or that that philosophy is is accurate. Mm-hmm. Um if our bodies you know our our, mm-hmm. our, our bodies are marvels, you right. know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, the way our minds work, the way our bodies fit together, the way the processes happen electrically, um, 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 uh, chemically, mm-hmm. yes. um, a lot of it is not just what we eat and drink and right. the places that we go and right. how much exercise we get. It's also what is yeah, happening in our minds yeah, and in our hearts. That affects us positively and negatively depending on what circumstance we find ourselves in. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I think that, yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Mm-hmm. Um, harboring negative energy, har- harboring negative mm-hmm. thoughts and emotions are definitely detrimental to us physically. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. bodies can literally deteriorate mm-hmm. faster right. by holding on to grudges and, and being in a negative right. space of mind. Right. Yeah. yeah, imagine living a whole life, uh, you know, being this color and dealing with, man. I mean, I think that's why, you know, you have like certain yes. comorbidities because mm-hmm. it's like yes. you have to live in a, a world. percent. Yeah, you have to live in a world that's constantly scrutinizing and judging you for yep. a particular thing. And then you're like, you watch your loved ones and family members generationally deal with that yeah. all the time, yeah. day in and day out. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that will take its toll on any. For know, sure. You know, for it's, sure. it's been a very, it's been a lot of eye-opening experiences I've had the past couple of weeks, just different things hit me. But mm-hmm. we always use, I'm sorry, I was talking with my, my hand over my mouth. We always use, or you always hear the phrase, you know, black don't crack. Mm-hmm. But I've been hearing a lot more black people talk about, you know, Okay, black don't crack. Maybe you look, maybe you retain your youthful look longer. Mm-hmm. But how much earlier are we dying consistently? That's very you true. don't you don't reach the same lifespan. Right. They okay. So you're talking about them. They maybe age faster. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. They age faster, but they also live twenty to thirty years longer than you do on average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something else is going on. So stop sure. bragging about. Stop thinking about right. focusing on this external part of right. it, mm-hmm. and realize that we have more internal things that we have to deal with as well. And very I think true. that yeah. what you were saying too is like dealing. Re- Resolving, you got to give up trying to convince somebody of what you, what your reality is sometimes, mm-hmm. and just you know kind of settle for letting them know. Yes, we live in the same country, we occupy the same land, but we do live in two different countries. We do, you yeah. know that mm-hmm. the experience of this place and black skin is going to be different than somebody else does not. It is, and I'm I'm done trying to convince them or trying to explain or trying to not even in a bad way. Not like I've given up, but. If somebody is is determined to not see it, that's fine. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. It's just yeah. we live in two different Americas, and that's just it is what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. just so. But that being said, right? I don't want to leave it as we live in two different Americas, and you walk away angry like we were just saying, yeah. right? Because 
I, I even when I say metaphysical, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get people an out mm-hmm. that want to say that's fringe, that's weird. There is actually peer-reviewed science about 100%. Right, you know, about what those negative emotions and negative energy does. And we're, we're at 70, 75% water. Mm-hmm. There are university studies, now most of them are overseas because they usually don't get commissioned here, but there's a lot of overseas universities that have studies on the effects of water mm-hmm. based on how the water is treated, based on the environment around it, frequencies, music, uh, emotions, that there's peer-reviewed, documented data mm-hmm. about how water itself is affected by these things. Mm-hmm. So if we're 70% water and you put a, a glass of water next to a song playing something peaceful and loving and something that's that's horrendous and loud and obnoxious and evil mm-hmm. and, and threatening and everything else, mm-hmm. and that the molecules of the water change, mm-hmm. how do you not think that's going to affect us? You know what I'm saying? Right. We're subjecting ourselves that's to the sudden. same things, including our emotions, our thought processes, <clears throat> yep. and just what's up here, that yep. is going to affect you physically. So yep. I give people the out metaphysically, okay, there's something that people don't want to really address, yeah. like a lot of other things too, right? Yeah. But there's there's peer-reviewed science that's out there. There's yeah. data behind it that, that proves it, you know? I believe it 100%. So, yeah. So. Yeah. So I pose a question to us all. Can we in this live in the country and really have forgiveness in our hearts? Absolutely. I think I think it's imperative that we do. Yeah. I think it's imperative that we do for increasing our longevity, right? For our lifespan and trying to find trying to find the best way through. It's like that thing we were reading on the personality test the other day, right? Mm -hmm. That you treat somebody the way you think they ought to be while you allow them to Based grow into that or something be. something like that. Yeah, could yeah, be. yeah. I remember could that. Be, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, 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 it's still, we have to figure out a way to live with it and to mm. grow past it and to get better. Yeah, they make it difficult. Though. But we also got to make sure we're not that woman going back into a bad relationship all the time. That's the balance. That's, that's, yeah. that's where it becomes difficult. It's like, okay, I want to get better. I want the relationship to get better. I want our mentalities to be better. Mm-hmm. But not at the expense of your foot being on my neck. Exactly. Right. So if that's going to be the only way that you're at peace, then I'm not going to let it be peace. Right. But yeah. if we're willing to sit down and have discussions and rationalize, even work through things, how whatever that looks like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think that's where we have to go, because I, I really genuinely think. And I think it's I think generations past knew it and it was intentional that the mentality that we find ourselves in, it, it, it is literally killing us. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm convinced that it is killing us. I agree. That yeah, is the I'm reason why I think we, we have high morbidity, high morbidity and, <clears throat> and we our, our lifespan, our average lifespan is so much shorter. I agree. Right? Those, those stresses, those challenges, and the weight that you carry around, the anger and the frustration, mm-hmm. it can literally kill a person. And I think that has been killing a lot of people. Yeah. It's just something that's not going to be diagnosed as this person died because of anger and died because of rage. And even right. after our conversation the other right. day, right. I've been thinking about that a lot. You know, I, if I carry this stuff around with me all the time, I got to think about what it's doing to me. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. trying to figure out ways past that and to let that stuff, you know, let stuff go just to kind of not harbor and carry that, that, those things around with you all the time. Right. You know they, what I mean? They, so, they make yeah. it difficult, though, yeah. brother. I'll tell you, because I'm like, I, for me, like you say, carry things around. I think about the Sandra Blands and the Emmett Tills, right? All the time. Mm-hmm. Then I think about the films that get greenlit that help us, help remind us of right. why we shouldn't forget. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see the Emmett Till film. Right. Because right. that's another thing that's, that's going to remind I, I, I me. I can't. I'm not going to yeah. be able to, but. I'm not going to watch it. I feel it. you. I feel you. But it's, it's another thing that reminds me of how difficult it is, it is actually is to forgive Especially a system that people, one group benefits off while another one doesn't. That's what makes it easier for me, though, is okay. because the people that did that to him aren't here. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And, okay, people that are that remain 
are benefiting from it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. It's by design. It was intentional. Yeah. And maybe they enjoy it, but if we were, if we had a situation set up where our life happened to be very good and very favorable for us and we had privilege in certain things, mm-hmm. we wouldn't just spit on that either. You right. know what I mean? So they're not the ones that committed those atrocities. Now, are atrocities being committed today? Yes. Yes, yeah. they are. Right. Yeah. But still, okay, if you internalize that, you hold that, you harbor it, you carry mm-hmm. it around with you, mm-hmm. you're literally carrying that around with you and you're, you're carrying around your own death sentence, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like yeah. we have to find a way to to heal and, and to get through it and, and to deal with it. You yeah. know what I mean? To, yeah. to address it and, and figure out ways past it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And it's going to look different for everybody. This right. Again, it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. Right. But, yeah, I mean, things like that, I'm glad there's reminders, and I'm glad that something like that got greenlit to put that story in, in the forefront of people's minds as that catalyst for what started the movement. Yeah. But I personally, knowing myself and the things that I deal with, I'm probably not going to go see it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's, yeah. it's I, I know that's probably something that's going to bring certain feelings up that I just, I don't want to harbor around. I don't, don't want to carry around with me. And as much as I love film and things, and I love these stories, I want our stories to be told. But I feel like we're just in a system that wants to keep reminding us of the evils. And it makes it, when you live your own personal individual lives, you have to deal with the forgiveness of one-on-one with your, you know, mm-hmm. people that you're intimate with. And then you got to deal with all these other things right. on top of that. And that's right. the only reason I brought all that up. I'm not trying to digress. No, the conversation, no, it's, it's but part it's, of the conversation. It's pertinent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just kind of all brings you back to forgiveness. Like you said, it's very compli- complicated, particularly more so for us because we have to constantly focus on how we want to forgive and move past something. And then it's a case-by-case situation on top of that. Well, I think that part of it is understanding as an individual the person that I want to be. Perfect. Do I want to be the type of person who is angry and full of rage at a system that sees me as less than human? Mm -hmm. Or do I want to be a person that lives above that Mm -hmm. and is able to live out the rest of the days that I have here on this earth? Happy, joyful, blissful, enjoying my loved ones and my family. Yeah. And allowing that to affect me as little as possible. Yeah. That's the guy I want to be. Mm-hmm. And so the the amount of hatred and rage and, and frustration that I could carry mm-hmm. has no place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um now that's not to say that it's not hard to get to that place. Like right. I wanna I want to be that person. Yeah. It's it's a journey to get there. It's yeah. hard. I have to break down a lot of the the strongholds that are in my own mind yeah. in order to <laughs> I have to find that solution to that to that personal problem or just mm-hmm. remove it um altogether yeah uh from myself in order to get to be that person yeah um but that's who I want to be and so ultimately like I said there's no place for me to to harbor rage yeah. you know what I mean yeah. once I get to a certain point and I'm not saying that I'm necessarily there yet I still think that I have some growth left left to do in that particular area. Yeah. But once I get to that point, um forgiveness will come naturally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I if I create myself if I if I make myself but work towards being the person that I want to be, I gotta be careful how I say things on, on YouTube mm-hmm. uh uh with our audience. Mm-hmm. If I work towards being the person that I want to be, mm-hmm. the other 
attributes that are challenging to me mm-hmm. will start to come along naturally. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Um, I, yeah, it's, for me, I don't, like, by nature, I I, I try and see the good in, in everything. Like, sure. But I, I definitely keep the the rage part, like, on reserve. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, right, right. It's just like, in, you know, you compartmentalize. Yeah, it's your tag you know, team partner. Yeah, so. but, but, but over, <laughs> right, exactly. But over-resigning, for me, I don't. I'm not that, you know, angry black guy. Just yeah, just right. Mad at everybody, you know. Yeah. And I've been that guy, man. Yeah. I've been that guy. I've been the angry. When I when I got to a place where I kind of woke up and, you know, I was raised, I don't want to say completely in a bubble, but mm-hmm. I was raised Dexter Linwood area, for those of you who are familiar with Detroit. Um, I went to all black schools all the way up until I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um my church was 100% black. Mm-hmm. My neighborhood was 100% black. My family is 100% black. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I, I didn't have much to go on as far as understanding how aggressively evil the system that we live under is. Yeah. Um, my only frame of reference was going out to, uh, you know, my father took us to do a lot of things that, <laughs> it's funny, uh, a lot of, you know, we hear this phrase, oh, black people don't do that. Yeah. My father took us to do every one of those things. <laughs> All the things that, <laughs> we was ice skating. Yeah, made and, point, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm grateful for, but the thing is, is that even though we were the only black people, were people of color, period, mm-hmm. in a lot of uh, environments when I was a child, I never, I never experienced that I could tell because I was a kid, I, yeah. you know, even if there was some subversive racism, I didn't pick up on it. It didn't, it didn't clock with me because I didn't I wasn't old enough to even know what was happening. Yeah. So anyway, my 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 only frame of reference was being around people who were nice, who were sweet, who were kind, you know, mm-hmm. who treated me well. Yeah. Once I got to a point and I don't quite remember where where or when. But once I got to a point where I really realized what was happening behind the scenes, I I immediately turned into that angry black man. Mm-hmm. And I was that guy for a while. It was a point where it was just I was I was enraged, yeah. you know, to in order to keep it kind of tame. Mm-hmm. Um until I realized that this the whole drinking poison waiting for them to die type of thing. Yeah. I don't want to do that to myself. That's detrimental to me. Yeah. So to so, so this is this is how I feel, man. I feel like this, and, and going back to my previous comment, mm-hmm. is 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 that poison, right? Mm-hmm. Regardless, you know. You're saying you're asking, is it poison? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm saying it is poison. Oh, okay. it's, it's harboring negative thoughts mm-hmm. like that will destroy you, regardless. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Even if you have this rage monster on side that's, that's, uh, that's on reserve mm-hmm. or you compartmentalize, it's going to destroy you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is we have to release ourselves from that type of energy, that type of spirit, and that mindset. You know what I'm saying? You're right. We realize that this world is evil. At the end of the day, it's darkness. Yes. We, we know that, right? What do you do about it? You know what I mean? The best thing you can do is surround yourself with like-minded people that don't help you become that monster. That's you see true. what I'm saying? And that's uh, and, I, and I look at, that's the reason why I'm saying this transition period is so important for forgiveness. A lot of people look at forgiveness like it's weakness. A lot of times right, people right. Yes, look at yes. forgiveness yes, that you are weak and you should do this or you should do that. How about you mind your own business and allow me to process Calm down, Rage Monster. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Calm down. Take a step back, right? But that's the whole idea in your mind because a lot of times people push your back against the wall and almost, and, and, and sometimes it seems like they want you 
to become this monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in and, and society with a lot of race issues and different things like that, it's almost like they're picking, they're they're poking at a sleeping bear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I see what you're doing and I'm not going to allow you right. to do that. Yeah. You see what I mean? I'm right. going to, the, the, the spirit that God has given me, he has given me a mind that I can think you know, think of whatever that's so lovely. Mm-hmm. You, you see yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Think on these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you think positively, <clears throat> I'm telling you, it's an assurance. and allows you. Because what is peace? Peace is quiet assurance. And I, that's all I want in this life. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And if I become a, a rage monster in front of my kids, mm-hmm. how? what is the message that I'm trying to send for the next generation? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So even with the forgiveness or whatnot, they might say, you know, Dad, you should have done this. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's the message I'm trying to send? It does not seem like it. In their mind, maybe it may look like weakness. But in you, you're trying to, um, you're trying to um, deliver a message and a lesson. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and that's the whole point. Like, I can't help what a, a group did 100 years ago or whatever case may be. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to think about now time. Now time, this day and moving forward on what I can do not only for myself, for them, and for for people that look like me. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Because if we keep perpetuating a certain mindset, none of us getting better. Absolutely. You know, that's <laughs> that's a good point. you know what I'm point. saying? Yeah. And so, so that's kind of like how I look at it, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I, 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 this may sound funny, man, mm-hmm. but but. Uh, maybe I should share it, man. But I, well, I ain't gonna say <laughs> yeah, it. Man. We got edited, man. Said I ain't gonna no, say it. <laughs> It's funny because I had a, I had a dream last night, man. I had a dream last night. I was in a mall, right? Mm-hmm. And I was holding up my my trousers. Now this is listen, man. Said trousers. Like, <laughs> the reason why I said that, right? I'm old school. Man. Right, right. So check this out, man. So my pants was falling down, and I had my my I didn't have a belt on, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in the mall, in the middle of the mall, and I was I was on the way on the way out <clears throat> on the way out. And and a lady, a white lady, came up to me. She said, "Can you help me find a way out?" I said, "Yeah, sure. I'm trying to find a way out too." So I went to a lady. To um, there was a clerk mm-hmm. or a, a cashier was in the store across across from me. Mm-hmm. The lady went in there. She said, "I'll be right back." She went in the store, and I asked her, I said, "Do you know the quickest way out?" I asked the the cashier, "Do you know or the clerk, whatever? Do you know the the quickest way out?" She's like, "Yeah, John. John was a security guard." He was a white guy. He came on over. Now, keep in mind, this is the first time I have a, a actual dream. Mm-hmm. My dreams are typically I'm fighting zombies. <laughs> <laughs> They're like absolutely like abstract. <laughs> they don't even make sense. And I'm right, telling right. you, man, my oh dreams my are nuts. Right? <laughs> uh, I always have crazy dreams. Back, right? <laughs> yeah. So so I'm going back, like, you know, going back to the dream. So so this this one, it was real surprising, right? Mm-hmm. So. She asked John to come here with the security guard. And she said, can you help him out? It's like, hey, sir, I'm trying to find a way out. He said, first thing, he said, are you alone? He had, he said this in my dream. To right? you or to her? To me. Okay. Are you alone? I was like, no, I'm waiting on somebody. We both going to go out. And he saw me talking to him in the distance. He knew she was a white woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He said, that's not a good idea. That's not a good idea. I was like, what are you talking about? It's not a good idea. He didn't get in detail, right? So I was like, I know where this is going. I understand what he's saying. So I'm up here holding my pants, right? Yeah. And, and the lady came out. She was like, you ready? I was like, yeah. I was like, I, we, we can go follow John, right? So she started walking ahead. 
And he was telling me, he's like, this, this is not going to be a good idea for you. Mm-hmm. And I said, what do you mean? So you mean to tell me I can't show love for people, mm-hmm. regardless of what skin color they are, mm-hmm. and helping them out, mm-hmm. you know, regardless. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he kind of paused a little bit, and he started thinking about it. I said, listen, I said, I said, it's not about the skin color. It's about in the heart. It's about the heart in all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I said, I choose mm-hmm. to follow my heart in helping this woman out, mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Of who she is, whatever. He he calmed down and he saw him kind of back up. He got a he got a little like shook up. Mm-hmm. Man, I was gonna give him a hug. Guess what? My pants fell. Yeah. <laughs> and did you wake up? <laughs> he was like, whoa. <laughs> I love that. It just took a left turn. He was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh, hold on, hold on. I was like, oh, oh, don't, don't leave it to Ethan. No matter Man. what his dream is, right. gonna end up a comedy. Yes, I know. But the killer part was, it was a visual. Ethan sitting there hugging no. his right, right, <laughs> around his ankles. <laughs> it, I was like, why, right? So, so it was, it was funny because it was a, a black woman and a black. It was a couple, mm-hmm. black couple sitting over there, mm-hmm. and 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 he was shook up, right. Mm-hmm. And and he walked over there and she gave him a hug. Mm-hmm. A black woman gave him a hug. Mm-hmm. And the uh, and the, the the black guy he got got up and he shook my hand and I woke up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now, were your pants back up at this point? Yeah. Right, right. Because <laughs> I had to I had to turn around to the uh, oh, yeah. everybody else like he was in the bed. He was in the bed when he woke up like this. He was around his ankles. Oh, but 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 I think the dream was trying to the, was was telling me number one, be prepared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Have yeah. a belt, like you know, yeah, you know right, what I'm right, saying. Right. Be prepared, number one. And you don't know how of a light you can be, how much of a light you can be in this dark world that we're living in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. and skin color isn't yeah. everything. I'm telling you, and if we keep focusing on that, we are not going to get anywhere. But we have to not only tell the other group and let them know. Stop looking at me in that certain way, but we gotta believe in ourselves that <clears throat> that that this is not going well. You know what I'm saying? That's, uh, That's if, the current mindset isn't working out for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. Because we're not getting anywhere. Because, right. like I said, this transition period that I'm going in right now is really a beating to a beating of myself to regardless of an uh, enemy. An enemy that comes and smacks you in the face. Mm-hmm. Turn the other cheek. Like when Jesus says that, man, turn the other cheek. Is is what are you what are you trying to gain in all of this? Right? Is 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 it your ego or not? Is it your ego being shook? Is it what what's going on? Or are you really trying to be made in the image that God has truly made us in? You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm trying to get. I hopefully I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm being clear. Absolutely. You know. So and that's the reason why I'm really calming down. And that forgiveness, man, is crucial. Yeah. It's crucial in our development. Yeah. It's an end result. It's an absolute. Yeah. It's a changing of one's mind, dude. Absolutely. I'm telling you. And it does have to go on both sides. But if it doesn't go on the other side, mm-hmm. that's not your fault. It's right. not our fault. Oh, I right. agree. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing yeah. you can do about that. But make sure that we are able to go to bed and sleep well at night. You know what I'm saying? Because of forgiveness. Okay. Man, that was really well said. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. Man. I think uh, you brought up the ego, and that's a huge thing, though. Man. Most of the things that will require, most of the things 
that we as humans can do in order to progress and grow and evolve within mm-hmm. ourselves. It's going to require us to diminish or defeat that ego, bro. Yeah. That, yeah. that pride, that ego go. is a monster. Yeah. 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 That's the worst part of ourselves. You it's know what I mean? It is. It ego go, says it's about me. My pride mm-hmm. makes it about me mm-hmm. when really it's about us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. I, I really like that, man. That was, yeah. that yeah, was, was wonderful what you said. said. My dreams are goofy too, man. So man, my dreams, man. I, <laughs> after I'm we get off, you. after we get done, I'm I share with, uh, my most recent dream, which uh, it was crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to say it on camera. But, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. yeah, yeah, man. It's in <clears throat> dreams mean something, right? You, you know what I mean. Yeah. And like I said, and, and and speaking of dreams, man. And I, we don't want to talk about dreams just yet. That's mm-hmm. transition because this topic is real good about mm-hmm. forgiveness and apology. Ap- mm-hmm. Apologies, going back to apologies, mm-hmm. being able to apologize takes strength too. Sure, right? If Especially you do it if you're right. genuine. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, doing yeah. it the right way. Right. I think that's easier too. That's mm-hmm. easier, yeah. and not 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 like easier like a cop out easier. It's just it's easier that if you realize you've done something wrong to go and be genuine to that person and say I apologize. I didn't mean to do it, and. I think we're all at least the kind of people that if we come to somebody and say, I'm sincerely sorry for something I've done, yeah. mm-hmm. I think they'll be able to let it go because they realize that, you know, they'll see they'll see you being genuine about yeah. it. Yeah. But to, cause I've had this debate a lot of times too, it's like because forgiveness, and I think this is kind of related to the question that you had a few podcasts ago, like remission, is there repentance without remission? I was thinking about yeah, that. I was right? thinking about that. Too. So yeah. forgiveness, yeah. it does not say you have to only forgive after somebody's asked for forgiveness. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes you have to find it in your heart to let that go to forgive somebody, mm-hmm. even if they haven't asked for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, again, that's that ego part. Like, what am I letting them off the hook for? They never apologized to me. They never said they were sorry. They never said they, they didn't mean to do it. Why, why would I forgive them when they when, because for your own benefit. Mm-hmm. Look at how worked mm-hmm. up you get. Look at how mm-hmm. it's, it's affecting your mindset right now. As you're mm-hmm. thinking about that, yes. you want to carry that around with you all yes. the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. they haven't asked you to forgive them, but do yourself the favor and allow you to get into that stage of forgiveness, even though they haven't asked for it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Maybe they'll come ask for it later. They might never realize what they did wrong or what they did to hurt mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But do you want to carry that around with you for the rest of your life? Right. And that's, that's what I think. And again, it comes back to, you know, same situation of just being in America. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to figure out ways to put that baggage down mm-hmm. and, and figure out what's ahead of us. And that's why I really like, too, mm-hmm. the way you like your 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 approach to your art Mm because you mentioned to me a while ago like your a lot of your art focuses on black love you know what Mm -hmm. i mean yeah yeah. and even we talked about like hip-hop and stuff like that a couple Mm -hmm. you know some some months ago probably at this point but just Mm -hmm. focusing on that positive part focusing Mm -hmm. on those things that Mm -hmm. are needed to help us grow and that are going to be important and going to be the foundations of where do we see ourselves where do we want Mm -hmm. to be that's imperative and building back up the family structure which Mm -hmm. again nobody that's alive Nobody that's alive today were the people that were a part of this government movement, but there was a plan and an intentional effort to destroy our family structure. Right. Now, yeah. shame on us for the part that we took in that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there right. was a concerted effort and it was an effort that was backed by the resources of an entire country. A right. single community or a minority group in that community is not going to be able to, to over to over to withstand that and be effective. In it, right. right? Exactly. So it's not that you can't stand in the, in the place of a waterfall and stop the waterfall. Mm-hmm. You're going to get swept away. Yeah. But get out. Mm-hmm. Get out of, you know, once once it sweeps you away and you're going down that mm-hmm. river, find your way over to the shore and get out exactly. the water. Right. Yeah, so I, I think we're in that place now. OK, the effects are what they are. Mm-hmm. We've had some part to play in it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not it's, it's worse. It's worse 
first yeah. because there was things that were done and then there were things that we did to even to, to exacerbate it, right? Mm, right? But focusing back on what is the foundational story, you don't necessarily need convincing mm -hmm. that the story happened because and I, I got a lot of stuff swirling in my mind right now, so forgive me because I'm kind of rambling. No, that's good to hear you talk, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> No, seriously, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm being honest. It's good man. to have you on the show, man. Yeah, man. Welcome to the show. No, but I enjoy it, man. You talk all you want. Can't stand y'all. Nah, for real. We're talking about the movie. Don't look up. If we don't, if we don't talk, if if we didn't oh, keep, because I'm I'm thinking about what you were saying too. People, if if a story like that, like Emmett Till, wasn't told, eventually people are going to start saying that was a myth that never happened. That's crazy. It did happen. That's true. It's true. Right? That's unfortunate. Yeah, it, man. It did happen. We got pictures and everything. It, yeah, yeah. Right. People that deny that there is a problem, I think, need to see it to have their consciousness awoken that this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see it. <laughs> right. Right. But at the same time, for the people that are putting their Hollywood resources Definitely. into getting putting this film work, made. Yeah. I want to support it, and I'm I'm trying to figure out is there a way I can support it without me going to see it because I I just I know my mindset. I'm not going to be in a good mindset leaving that. So, yeah. I know the story. I, I, if I have it told to me again, I, I know where I'm gonna where I'm gonna you know what headspace I'm gonna be in after that. Yeah, I would love to support them potentially. Right. I love to support them because I think that the we have to keep the story alive. This is what happened as a reminder of what not to go back to, not to not right. to keep right. anger and frustration and pain yeah. refreshed, mm -hmm. but to remind to remember that it got this bad. Yeah. Let's right, make sure right, we don't right, let right. it get this bad again. You I know agree. what I mean? I agree. So I, I am struggling with the practical aspect of supporting supporting them. Yeah. Knowing that I, I can't go sit in the seat. I'm I probably I'm not in I'm working on becoming in the right mindset right, right. now. So I got a question right. for you. Yeah. Do you think and it's just a question. Do you think that sometimes with movies, though, I do believe that the history need to be told in the story. History mm -hmm. does not need mm -hmm. to be washed out, mm -hmm. yeah. right? In the story, mm -hmm. right? Do you think that sometimes people that are are given the green light for some of these stories, mm -hmm. do you think they have the right agenda involved? That's you know what I'm a double-edged sword. That, yeah. That's what, what I'm saying. Sword. Yeah. That, that's I what think I'm saying. that it, it yeah. the story needs to be told, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but... If the anger that I'm going to feel going and watching that that's what is I'm going saying. to plant that seed and again exactly. be the thing that exactly. I, I rage exactly. over so much exactly. that I'm shortening my lifespan, exactly. It's, exactly. it's a double-edged sword, right? But then again, you had movies that came out like New Jack City, Boys in the Hood, Minister Society, or whatever the case may be that we all went to see in yeah. some form or fashion, right? And it 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 gave a negative And I'm, I'm glad you brought that. that up. And it's interesting, ain't it? It, it is, right? And I think that... Yeah. Part of our black love story, mm -hmm. part of the vision of where we're supposed to be, mm -hmm. is I want to. I, I need to be at the point where I get as angry about the killings that were happening in that movie as yes. I did with Emmett Till. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. I need to be as angry, and and this yeah. goes out to any any African American real, in this man. country. Yeah. Our anger for what we're doing to ourselves That's needs real. to rival. That's real. Yeah. Our anger about what's happening to us from outside yeah. of our community yeah. as well, That's and I think real. that until we get to that point. We're not going to have our cities heal the way mm -hmm. they need to. You mm -hmm. know I what agree. I mean? I agree. And we we have we have to get to the point where we're sick of it. And it's easy to focus on somebody else doing that to you, but you have to. And again, again, I want to be clear, especially with, with Kanye, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. With well, your boy right now. Yeah, your boy. Ain't mine. <laughs> mm -hmm. But 
I'm, I'm <clears throat> not one of the people that say that I, I'm not going to the New Jack City, the Boys in the Hood, those kind of situations as, okay, but you got, you know, we know we got, we're worried about cops killing us and everything else. Oh, but what about this? It's not a distraction tactic. Right. I'm saying that we have to be able we have to make ourselves capable to kind of be able to fight this battle on multiple fronts. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a battle to be fought with the fact that they take our tax money and use that tax money to pay people to execute us and never hold them accountable. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that I'm not going to take that problem and say, oh, no, we can't talk about this because you still got this as yeah. a distraction. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that I have to pick and choose which one I'm going to go and address. Mm-hmm. Right. We're, mm-hmm. we're aware enough. We're capable enough. We're smart enough to be able to say this is a problem. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can go right. and address both that's problems right. and deal with both issues. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sing, you know, single track mind that I have to. I can yeah, only have know. the capacity to focus on that's one thing. We have multiple right. problems. Right. Let's address all those problems, yeah. right? Don't use anything as an excuse to basically not, you know, to say that we're distracted on mm-hmm. something. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> go go ahead, bro. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that that was it. That was yeah. it. So. I want to go back. First of all, that was very well said. I mm-hmm. agree with you. Yeah. Um, that's that's one of the biggest things that we hear about. Well, mm-hmm. What about the black on black? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's a problem as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to go back to um, actually when you were saying uh, um, uh, apologizing and forgiveness. We were talking about pride and ego. Right. And is it just me? And if it is not just me, why does it seem like? It's easier to subdue my pride or my ego when it comes to offering an apology, even a sincere apology, versus offering someone forgiveness. Because ego is about defending the, the, the defending yourself. Ego is telling you that you stand apart and separated from somebody else and that right. nobody's going to look out for you the way you will. Right, but then apologizing has to take some part of my ego too. That's the, but that's that's your that's you realizing that I've caused harm to somebody else. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't harmed. Mm-hmm. My ego, my my individual is not being threatened. I wasn't threatened mm-hmm. to somebody else. Yeah. And if you have a good head on your shoulders and you realize I don't, I don't want to be the person that causes hurt, and mm-hmm. if I did this person hurt, it's easier to humble yourself. Mm-hmm. If you were the offender, mm-hmm. versus humbling yourself to accept an apology if you were the offended. To me, that's that's what I think it is. Ego, no, that's, ego that's is, is is you feel like I have to protect you know this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. that so, makes sense. Yeah, and that's where and that's and once again like what y'all are talking about right here is very crucial conversation that we should have mm-hmm. because because mm-hmm. every man is right in their own eyes, right? right? right. And that's the reason why you have to remove and purge yourself. You got to really remove yourself out of the situation, which is so hard to do, man. Yeah, it yeah. is so hard to do, but you got to. So there's a there's a I'm going to just go back to automotive. There's an automotive tool that we use. It's called success, okay. right? It's sort, you know what I mean? Sort, uh, simplify, sanitize, um, uh, standardize, and sustain. Oh, 6S. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you said success. But, success. but, but yeah, that's what yeah, we okay. say, success. Okay. At the end, they call it success, okay. which is success. Okay. That's gotcha. what they call gotcha. it, gotcha. right? Gotcha. Gotcha. The, the, sixth, <clears throat> the sixth one is safety, okay. right? And, and I'm always looking at the part of safety first, right? In anything that we do when it comes with our conversation or not, even if someone else tries to destroy you in your life, I'm getting it to this point where I'm putting my life in the hands of our creator that is greater than all. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's how I look at all. Whatever comes to me, I'm going to make sure that I put my mind and my thought and my actions above every situation so I'm not the one that gets the glory in it. 
You you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds weird. I know that sounds opposite. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's the the way. I I think that's the way the mind of Christ operates. I think that's mm-hmm. the way Jesus did. He put his body in harm's way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In order to he not only he he not not only uh, uh, set a tone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But people still talk about him 2,000 years later. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That means that what he did was impactful. <clears throat> you either hate him or you love him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of thing. Not for me, because I don't really care about having a legacy like that. I really don't. I, I really don't. Me, I just want to live the life that I, I I can exemplify that this man lived. And if I can be an example for my children, for y'all mm-hmm. and anybody else, I'm good. That's you know a legacy, I mean? though. Yeah. If that's a legacy, if you say that, that's fine. Because to me, when I think about a legacy, I think about ego. That's how I feel. Mm, and I could be. No, no, no. Do that make sense? Like yeah, some people just went valid. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like if I right, leave my legacy, right, yeah. you know, I think about ego. It's not about that. It's like let me do the time that I have <clears> given, do the best, live healthy, be healthy as much. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Live life. So you want to be remembered for what was intended, like what you're in. That, that's what I love, though. You're going yeah. to be remembered for something. Yeah, there yeah, there yeah, is yeah, going yeah, to be a legacy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The question is, what do you want that to be? That's yeah, exactly. How much right. more are you going to put beautiful. into when yeah. I'm gone? You yeah. want your actions to yeah. speak for you and not somebody, you know, people's good memories of you and not, yeah. not something. Right. Yeah, so right. It's exactly. going, there's a legacy that's going to be left. What do yeah. you want to do? That's right. important to me. That part right there. Like, because I don't fear like death or anything, but it's like. I just want to be remembered mm-hmm. in, in, in the way that I intended. Right. You know, like, I don't, it's not going to be any blemishes on my name. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Well, you know, the reason why I say that is if, if God knows me, that's all that matters, right? Mm-hmm. And, and of course, if I, if I go and you guys still thinking about me or whatnot, that's cool. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think that's cool. Yeah. But I, I know if I made uh, 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 myself an example in the eyes of our creator, I think that means something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. I think that that really means something. Cause this is what I'm saying. Like, like, mm-hmm. listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say a couple of scriptures, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or just an excerpts, right? When, when, when Jesus went and got baptized, right? A voice spoke and said, "This is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased." Right? Mm-hmm. You know, he was on the Mount of Transfiguration, right? <laughs> the voice said, "This is my beloved son. Hear ye him." Mm-hmm. He he went to the cross, died, resurrected. This is my beloved son. This day have I begotten thee. Mm-hmm. Those testimonies to me are so important to me. It's not even funny. If that happened to Jesus, I know it can happen to me. In the story, mm-hmm. or else why would I even read the Bible if it can't happen to me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's, yeah. what's the use of it? Yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. So exemplifying what this man and many, many others that I, I read in the scripture done when they went through pain they went through trials struggles persecutions or whatever you know they still kept their their integrity and i think that that's that that speaks volumes to me if if i can do that mm-hmm. now now um now if i if i keep allowing certain communications and informations to deter me or distract me i like that what you said about the distractions or whatnot when you talk about that distraction, then how can I ever achieve that goal of having that Christ mind? You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so, it, or can I bring that Christ mind in that situation? And that's the whole idea. You know what I mean? And I think that's the key. That's, mm-hmm. I think that is the key. And I, that's where my transition is trying to get to. You know, am I there yet? No. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I like I said, is that rage monster still there? Yeah, you know what I mean. Is there something? I know that is there, mm-hmm. and I'm just not gonna feed it. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I will, I I will not feed it. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I will not. I'm, I'm gonna let it starve. Yeah. I'm gonna starve that beast because right. he does not need to, to come up. Mm-hmm. Starve it, man. Starve it, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, it sounds Crazy. like what you're saying is for your for you to feel like your life has been. Uh, as valuable as you'd like it to be, mm-hmm. the validation of God is t- obviously top top of mind. That's the top of the list, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, I yeah, I lost my train of thought. We'll come back to it in a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah. right, right. That's how I'd always do. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, so the so going back to to your original thought of the um, you know, apologies and forgiveness, man. I think that that pays. That that plays and, and plays a key role in our development and our maturity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I sure. think it, it it really does. Mm-hmm. Man. And there's a lot that you're just gonna have to look past, man. Ultimately, yeah, That's, man. Sure. I mean, I, I find myself getting agitated by things that people probably don't even notice. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. you know, because like we were talking about film again. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I have a, a strong problem with entities, no matter how much work they put into it, mm-hmm. making profit off of black trauma. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that mm-hmm. people don't really notice it. It's Hollywood, bro. but it's, it's, it's Hollywood. I mean, exactly. But it 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 feeds into the human, uh, like the psyche of things. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's a two edged sword. Again, you don't want to um, forget these things that really happen. Right. Same time, it's like we don't want to keep being reminded all yes. the time. Yeah. Like it's like a thousand projects out there of black trauma, man, black yeah. pain. Yeah. I mean, one of the most That's the true, most man. offensive That's ones I've true. seen in recent times is uh is them. Uh, on uh, I think it's them or they on um, uh, Prime. It's they, a series. They slash them. It's the one about the pronouns. Uh, no, not that can, one. Oh. No, not that one. No, you <laughs> talking about the horror. You talking about the, the horror, horror one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I never okay. see. I wanted to watch that. It's, like, it's hard, man. It like, is, like yeah. a lot of this stuff really doesn't bother me, but that bothers me, be, be, particularly because they layered it with. Mm. They made racism a, a horror film, pretty much. That was one with the little girl. Mm. The little girl. It's still, it's, it's on a different level from I like. Seen that, yeah. yeah, it's on a different level from like. Uh, Get out. Get out. Mm-hmm. Get out did what it was supposed to do. It was very entertaining, very effective. Mm-hmm. This went a lot deeper with what the how horrific um racism is to us. Then on top of that, it had a supernatural horror that mm-hmm. terrorizes black family. Mm-hmm. So it was twofold. Mm-hmm. But it really, to me, heightened the entertainment in the industry of just black trauma. It's it's an industry in and of itself. It's an entire genre outside of horror, outside of black cinema. There is a genre that is black trauma. And the these entities, these powers that be, they profit off of it tremendously. Mm-hmm. We're all complicit with it because we go see these films. Yeah. You know, all of it. Boys in the Hood, all that stuff. We're complicit. Mm-hmm. But these particular films that are coming out in recent times really capitalize on, we're really going to mm-hmm. drive home what has happened here. And we're going to make money off of it. And everybody's going to come see it and enjoy it, laugh, cry, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is we're making money off of it. And then if you, a black filmmaker, want to come to me talking about Mansa Monsa, the, the one of the most richest, the richest man that ever lived, you want to make a, a film about that. We're not going to make that, mm-hmm. you know. But if I'm Quentin Tarantino, I can make Django Unchained and probably get good yeah. backing for it yeah. without, you know. Yeah. I get agitated by stuff like that. Yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying? Know, you know, everybody like, you know... It, 
people get mad at different things, but it's like, like for double me, standards, right? yeah, well, I mean, everything's a double standard, yeah. you know, but then, then we get told we're angry all the time. It's like, <laughs> what do so, you, you know what I'm saying? My, see, but see, I focus on what is good. Though. I honestly do. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I filter out all of that. I can turn a blind eye to that and just really focus on my gifts or relationships, things like that. And, and just cut through all the mud, man, and just say, yeah. okay, these are the good things that I'm going to focus on. It's a daily choice. Mm-hmm. So. And it, and it's it's difficult to do because there's a lot of black exploitation still uh, yeah. in television yeah. in 2022. Yes. A lot of. Yes. And most of what you see on BET is probably still right. still yeah. that to a degree. And right. it's, it's a double-edged sword, but it's a double-edged sword because of a condition that we're not willing to change as a people yet. I agree. It's I a agree. double-edged mm-hmm. sword because we're product and consumer. Right. It's a double-edged exactly. sword because you want to be happy for, in order to get past the slave mentality, the crabs in the barrel, you want to be happy for the black people that have made it onto TV, onto these shows, and have found some measure of success with that. Right. You're happy right. for them. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad that they have their life enriched by finding jobs on you know television on a regular basis and getting that money. Happy for them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's done their family well, their mm-hmm. community well, and everything else. Right. But... You also have to consider us again as from the consumer standpoint. You're you're an empty vessel. Yeah. And again, that metaphysical stuff we don't really think about is everyday life, but it's it's the truth. It's the you're truth, you're an empty cup. Yeah. And what you look at, what you listen to, what you think about mm-hmm. is what you're pouring into your cup all, all day, day long. So if we're pouring day. in those that and and media is we talked about this before too. Media is a very very powerful programming tool. Sure it is. And if I let that programming that I consume all the time be my trauma, yeah. bro, yeah. I'm I'm damaging myself in the process. It's so defining realities. It is. It's it is. Defining realities. Exactly so it is. we need more. And and you know I, I want you to kind of you know not kind. I want you to like to make sure you you mention like your your business when this is yes. done because mm-hmm. we need creators like you that are creating yeah. positive black content. And we need a paradigm shift in our mind to be appreciative of it and consume and divert our resources towards that. Because yeah, as long as we're feeding into that system, yeah, I'm glad that black people are being, some families are being lifted up by that, but yeah. that's a handful of people at the expense of the trauma that's happening to the community. Yeah, It'd be perfect if we have people that are putting out positive content mm-hmm. and our people in a mindset to only consume that positive content that shows us in the I right agree. light, that pushes us past the trauma, and that true. focuses on building us back up. Right. That, Those that are the two help. things that have to ha- happen at the same time. It if does. we only have one and not the other, it's going to be incomplete. It'll never be complete. While there's ratchet content and people that yeah. want to consume ratchet, there's going to be people that are, are going to lean that way, right? Yeah. So we got to reprogram our mindset to not appreciate the ratchet yeah. and not to put our, our finances there, but put it behind people that are putting out mm-hmm. positive media, positive stories about yeah. black love and about the things that we want to be Showing for ourselves, yeah, you know right, what I mean? The right. things that we want to be putting into our vessel instead right. of letting everybody else come in and pour in whatever negativity and yeah. trauma that they're putting into it. Yeah. That's very powerful, you know? man. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Because, yeah, um, yeah it's, a, it's a lot. And it just all comes back to when you talk about apologizing and forgiving. It's like, it's a lot that happens to us. We don't get apologies for mm-hmm. all day, every day. I mean, I can walk down the street at any point, any given time, certain areas, right. and I get looked up and down. Absolutely. I get frowned upon. Absolutely. People look me in my face and frown at me. Right. And I'm like, I'm doing nothing. Like, my thing is, if you have a problem with me, just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like, I beg of whoever has a problem with certain groups and demographics or whatever, just leave, leave them alone. They'll be fine. You know, but there's always this thing. Can, I, know, can I put yeah. one, mm-hmm. one possible alternative path out there, too, though? Mm-hmm. If you have a group that you don't like, go spend some time with that group. Exactly. Thank you. Nine times out of ten, you are carrying 
And again, I'm saying this from my own mentality and the mm-hmm. way that, you know, mm-hmm. some of the things we were raised in. Nine times out of ten, lack of experience. Mm-hmm. It's, lack, it's lack of experience and a lack of exposure. Exactly. Right? So if, if, Always. You, if you hate a group and, and it's a group that you've been around. It's key. Yeah. I understand, do your thing, whatever, right? right. Maybe, you know, don't always take it as the worst possible representatives represent the whole group either. Right. But if you are hating somebody that you've never spent any time around, right. try to go spend time yeah. around that group, right? Exactly. Because you're probably going to learn that the biases you picked up from somebody else were their biases. And yeah. if you want to have your life shaped after, you know, cookie cutter off of everybody else's that, you know, came before you and you want to find yourself a clone of the same kind of mentality, by all right. means, have at it. But if you think for yourself, mm-hmm. if you want to be a free-minded individual and accountable for your own actions, your own path, and you haven't had that exposure, but somebody told you hate this group or this group is your mm-hmm. enemy, mm-hmm. then you go spend time with them, figure out if it's true. Because I'm guarantee, I guarantee yes. you, you know, and it's and again, if we we could have a, a white supremacist come sit down here with us, and if they were to talk to us long enough, right. we're not the stereotype, we're not the ones that's going to be up here like you got to check your check for your wallet when you go and all that kind of stuff. Never. Over time, you'd realize, okay, this this isn't this group of people isn't what I was told they were. Right. So yes, leave them alone if you're not willing to let your mind expand. But if you you know if you find it in your heart just to and I'm, I don't want to appeal to the heart. I want to ask a question. If you haven't had exposure to that to that group. If you're following after what somebody told you to think or somebody told you to expect and you don't have that experience for yourself, mm-hmm. think for yourself. Don't be a sheep for a second. Think for yourself and then go sit and spend time with that group and see if what you were told was true. And don't find the worst possible representative. Right. That's exactly. the key. That's go the key. to the, the worst part of, the, you know, whatever. You right. know what I mean? Go find somebody that maybe has a chance of contradicting that stereotype and you realize the stereotype doesn't apply to everybody. You know what yeah. I mean? So mm-hmm. and, 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 and definitely take ownership that every group group has their bad apples. Absolutely. Every group Yeah, every, every, every group, group does. So, yep. I, and I think that's the thing that media is handling irresponsibly among, you know, other outlets. It's, it's always trying to highlight, you know, a particular group yes. that has all these bad apples. Yes, on, yes. And, you know. But the fact you said everybody has them. Everybody has them. Yep. You know, everybody, yep. you know, probably has a Jeffrey Dahmer. For sure, for sure. But what did Jeffrey Dahmer look like? Right. See what I'm right. saying? And so, right. We don't get to talk about that stuff enough. But what we do get to see is black trauma. We see it in film. We see it in news. We see documentaries. Right. We have books on it. Right. It's all over social media. It's in the rap videos, right? Right. And so my thing is, I just want to be in a place, and I always am, because what I really do is I, what I know about our people is, first of all, we're, we are resilient. Right. We father our children. Right. We take care of our women. Right. But they will have you think otherwise. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I think it's an imper- it is always imperative of us to, and it's our responsibility to keep these conversations up, particularly as black men. For sure. You know, because then what you do is you sow into other black men, other young black men, and then they don't have to carry that anger and that frustration. Right. Then finding themselves apologizing right. for situations that, for, in some instances, weren't their, weren't their fault. Right. You yeah. know, you get exposed to certain things that, you know, it wasn't your fault that you had to end up feeling that way. You know, and so I think it just all rolls leads back to all of us have to be responsible Absolutely. for how we're moving and then and then what we contribute and then that kind of influences what we'll get back for sure. Because you know? I don't sure. use the word karma, mm-hmm. but that's kind of the idea. I, I, you know I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. And I think, too, is another question that has to be asked is 
would you, you know, because like you said, every every group has its bad apples. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask a person that comes from every group, would you want the worst possible representation from you right. being the one that gets put on TV every night exactly. as the standard for you? Right. Exactly. And if you can relate to, no, I don't want the worst possible people out of my group to represent me or to, rep- or to be the face of my group, right. then you can understand how we feel. Because that yeah. was absolutely what was done. It's documented. That was the point of what was done yep. when the news direction changed in the 60s it was for that specific point mm-hmm. throw drugs into the, into the community and mm-hmm. then go parade them on television every night being arrested for the drugs we dumped into the community so being judged by the worst possible representatives of your group is difficult and if you could understand how that might feel think about yourself whatever group you, you come from and what it might be like to be judged from the worst possible representatives from that group that's what's been done to our community so don't think that everybody is is going to fit that stereotype of the worst thing that you've seen and don't and and I realize reaching out to people by compassion is not going to always be uh, an effective means, and that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Think about yourself, whatever group you come from, and have that internal dialogue with yourself. If I think about what you know, I don't whatever sure it's a variety of backgrounds. Think about what background you come from and the worst possible representation, and think of would you want to be judged by that, and would you want to have everybody treat you based on the way that they see that worst possible representation. And if you can relate to that for yourself, mm-hmm. you can understand that other people have been subject to that, and not mm-hmm. everybody's going to fit the bill that you expect them to. Exactly. Right. So yeah, that's that's that sums it up. I mean, yeah, I think that's really good. Yeah. yeah. So Mike, you have any other thoughts, man? Because you be bringing it, man. You be bringing the ideas. Bro. I know. I'm thinking right now about um, a person who who is able to create peace within themselves or receive peace for themselves, whether or not they are easily offended or offended at all. So if my if my desire is to seek peace, mm-hmm. is it really easier for me to, or I'm sorry, is it really more difficult for me to find things that offend me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm, I'm thinking about what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about how how important it is for me to have peace within myself. It's vital. Um, And with the racial manipulation that we experience in this country through our social, uh, through our media, Mm -hmm. social media and and regular entertainment style media. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that could be potentially offensive to a person of color, a man, a black man. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to generalize to a black man. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I, I don't have to let it offend me. Right. I agree. I can be aware of it. Mm-hmm. I can even make moves to correct it. Yeah. But I don't have to let it offend me because I want to be a person that is, that is a person of peace. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with that. I, I don't get offended all by all, so much the content of things. I think mm-hmm. I'm more offended by the constant audacity of a group or an individual to feel that they just have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. And then if I respond, mm-hmm. then I get thrown in jail. And I'm talking about just respond. Right, right. Not any violence. Mm-hmm. But if I just respond, which I have a right to do, mm-hmm. because I'm a very peaceful person. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have high blood pressure or anything. Sure. You see what I'm saying? Sure. But the thing is, is, I'm offended by audacity. Okay. Constant audacity or entitlement. Okay. I'm offended by that. And, then, you know, that that agitates me. So, the the in like the projects that are birthed from that whatever it is mm-hmm. whatever systems are there that's that's all there I understand mm-hmm. that but I think for me it's just that 
waking up just thinking that somebody thinks that they have the audacity mm-hmm. constantly to affect my personal life. Yeah, it's, that's that's why. I mean yeah, that way. and no, I'm I'm not coming for you because yeah. I'm I'm definitely bothered, especially that yeah. entitlement that you mentioned. That's yeah. that's very high on my <laughs> yeah, list. That's, what it's, that's yeah, it's really high, high on my list. You know, but, the thing, um, the thing but, is, just like what? Oh, you go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. The, the I'm just playing. Is, <laughs> <laughs> You're going first. Go ahead. I'm just playing. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, no, you know, uh, the 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 whole point is is transparency, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like when we have these conversations, like, like, and what you're talking about there is is where I'm working at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say Emmett Till in these events, Martin Luther King getting shot, Malcolm X getting you know yeah. killed. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't affect me. Yeah. You know, right right when you see Malcolm X starting to really make some moves, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? And changing. I mean, the man was when he speaks. You really felt what he was talking about mm-hmm. to black people. You absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like I you really did. Yeah, you know. 100%. And 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 the thing is, and and um. When he was taken out mm-hmm. by his own people, you know what I'm saying. That that's the thing where you have to almost take a step back and say what's really going on here. You know what I mean? What's what's really really going on? And so, um, where am I going with that? I w- I was just thinking about like in those cases when when you come into a knowledge of something and information and 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 the truth of things. Mm-hmm. What are you becoming then? You know what I mean? Am, am, am I going to allow that to affect me or us or whatever? Or are we going to move forward and we're going to drop those seeds and those nuggets to the next person, you know, or, you know, the next child or next generation or whatever the case? Because I want to be. OK, let me take. I keep saying I. I think I've been talking about myself for the last. No, 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 you're good. You're good. <laughs> forgiveness and, oh, forgiveness and apologies nah. are, a, yeah. are a personal it, experience. It, 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 right. it really is, because if we if I. I I'm not sure if we look in the mirror enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, are yeah, we, sure. and G, you hit the, the nail right on the head is about exposure. When you said that, that is mm-hmm. that is key, man. Yeah. Sit down with other groups and talk. Right. Mm-hmm. Talk. Sit down and talk. And the thing is, I think that we've already had these preconceived ideas of how everybody in these groups Think and right. do. Right. You know, it's not a hundred percent all the way. All of them don't think like that. And because I surely don't want everybody like you said mm-hmm. that we are we're black men, we take care of our family, we love our wives, we do what we're supposed to do. Stop looking at me like I'm a criminal. Yeah. You know, but I know that everybody don't look at me like a criminal because I work with people of the other color, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that know the kind of person right. I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? So so what do you do about that? Right? right? You yeah. know, so that's that's kind of the things going back to what you're saying is being a man of peace and not allowing things to offend you. Mm-hmm. If people are offended of of you, let them be offended. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't... It's, no, it's, it's nothing I can do or say that will cause people to think of me differently sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm but saying? You, but you're no longer talking about... Your actions being offensive, you're talking about somebody just taking offense at you in yeah, general. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, and there's nothing you can do about that. Okay. It, it's absolutely nothing you right. can do. So so am I going to um, move my life, move forward in my life to make sure I'm going to demand them to, you know, to look at me? You can't do that. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I demand you to respect me. Mm-hmm. No, man, listen, it's... it's, it's mm-hmm. what, what, it's funny that did, we that did, we grew up talking did, about 
commanding and demanding respect yeah. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. That stuff that we were taught. Yeah. In reality, you can't demand this. Yeah, right. You have to respect is earned. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of what I was just. Go ahead, go, Bert. Yeah. Uh, you, you hit the nail right on the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, what I was saying before, though, is that I, I absolutely don't feel like I've reached the point of, mm-hmm. of having such peace that nothing offends me. I yeah. want to get there. Yeah. That's that's yeah. kind of the thought that yeah. I was having. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. the process in my yeah. mind? That's what I was yeah. going over. What is the process mm-hmm. to get from where I stand today mm-hmm. to being a person? that has such peace that things will no longer affect me in the same way. Yeah. Of course, there are, there's, you know, the human experience, mm-hmm. especially of a black man in this country, mm-hmm. I'm, I keep generalizing and I want to be specific mm-hmm. for a reason, um, especially with this video. Mm-hmm. The experience of a black man in this country from the, from its inception all the way up until today mm-hmm. um, is a traumatic one. In a lot of different ways, in the way that we are approached at work, at school, the way that um, we've been. And we can we can go on and on and on. I mean, it's a million different ways that we can cry. Woe is me, whether it's valid or not. Right. 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 I want to get to a point where I'm aware of all of those things. I do what I can to affect change within my community. But I also at the same time want to reach a point where. It doesn't keep me up at night. Right. You know what I mean? Definitely. I want it to be something where it doesn't affect how I treat my friends and my family. I want it to be mm-hmm. something where it doesn't affect how I treat people of opposite or, or other races. You Definitely. know what I mean? Right, right. I, I want to be able that. to treat everyone with love and with respect and with the, um, the scripture says, love hopeth all things. I mm-hmm. want to treat people in the hopes mm-hmm. that everybody will respond with the same love that I give out. Mm, right. I want to get to that place. And that's that's kind of the goal that I'm, even the whole reason why I brought up this t- the topic of mm-hmm. apologies and forgiveness and being a gentle person is pushing towards that exact end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, th- I think if we look at how, I'm just taking the example of Jesus, how he accomplished that, I think was by compassion. You, you heard the saying before, mm-hmm. hurt people, hurt people. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you see people that would do something offensive towards you. It's either in response to something that's been done traumatic to them or because they find themselves like we all do placed into a melting pot where groupthink is encouraged mm-hmm. and they haven't thought enough for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think that the compassion to not be offended is by looking at that person as their reaction, their way of thinking is a cry for help. And you have access to, you have the the words to bring them to a message of love that would help heal them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that for me anyway, is how I have to look at it in order to not have rage, you know, be Mm -hmm. be the the response. I mean, it's looking at them as, okay, this person is, is, this is, this mentality they have is a cry for help. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't want that help from me, it's mm-hmm. it's something that they've been traumatized, they've been hurt by, you know what I mean? Or they've been told that their acceptance into the group that they find themselves with is because it is by only, you know, thinking the same way everybody else does, right? Because I think very few, very few people that have actually have a hatred for a group based on experience, you're probably not going to be able to affect that. And if they have it by experience, it might have been it might have been for some good reason. Mm-hmm. But I think that if they were to experience somebody else as a part of that group that doesn't have that same mentality, it still would kind of break the spell. Mm-hmm. 
But I think you have to look at people as, you know, as same again, what Jesus said, very realistically, forgive them for they know not what they do. Sure. They really did not, you know, look at him as a person. They really looked at him. They were affected by the group thing, by the sheeple mm-hmm. mindset that That's he true. was really mm-hmm. a, a, a traitor mm-hmm. and a blasphemer. Yeah. That's what they saw him as. Mm-hmm. They didn't see him for what he was. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. So. They did what they did, and they thought they were right. And some people later on realized, okay, no, that was a mistake. But the work had already been done at that point, mm-hmm. right? So I think he, he really recognized they just don't know what they're doing. They don't know why they think the way they do. And that's another, you know, kind of pet project of mine that you all know about, why I feel like it's important to kind of vocalize some things about what, what love really is. Yeah. Because I think that we've been lied to about it, and mm-hmm. I think we've been made to follow something that that hides that from us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he knew, forgive them for they don't know what they do. When you look at what's what's influenced them, when you look at where their thought process comes from, there's no way they weren't going to turn out like this. There's no other mm-hmm. response they could have possibly had mm-hmm. but what they did because of what they come from. Mm-hmm. And his compassion on them was, I want them to get better. Let, the, let me let them do what they're going to do to me, get it out their system and realize I'm still not going to rebuke them. I'm still not going to chastise them. And let that weigh on their hearts enough to make them think about it again. And that's that's what I Man. think was the, the whole purpose of it's what broken. he was doing and why I think we still haven't got it. Right. <laughs> right? right. Because right. we still carry around that yes. hatred of other groups Man. because you find a difference in somebody else. Yeah. That's, I think, exactly one of the things he came to fight against. You know yeah. what I mean? And we don't realize that that's, that's serpent thinking. That's not godly thinking. Right. We're told that it is. That's serpent thinking. And, and, you know, we have to be able to realize, and, and another, uh, I'm going to shut up. I'm no, no, you can find it. Another yeah. thing I find compassion in with people is, I don't, I don't, I really don't think it's in the hearts of most people to be the evil that we see being manifest and just the I way agree. the world is right I now. I don't, I don't think that. that's most people. I right? agree with you. I think, again, a lot of it is they're too fearful of being on the outskirts and they think that's what the norm is mm-hmm. and they go along for yeah. the ride. Agreed. Right. I think I agree if you were to get some of these people in a room or alone to kind of really feel them out, that's right. not what their mindset would be. Yeah, you right. see evidence of that. Right. Yeah, you yeah. see the kind of pollution that's happening in the planet. Mm-hmm. And are, are the people that are causing it, if you were to go look at their homes, they don't have trash piles on the back yeah. of their yard. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They know that's not the right mentality to have. It's either that it's hidden from them, it's obfuscated in some way, or they've been brainwashed to think some other way that, you know, it's not a problem or to not recognize what the issue is. Mm-hmm. I think it's more, the problem is more at the top. And it's, it's the fact that, Everybody else underneath them doesn't buck against the system and maintain mm-hmm. a, a, a standard of what's right. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I think the problem is a lack of confidence and courage to Ooh. stand up against that and not so much that the whole world is just evil. Right. I love the fact that on almost every episode that we've recorded so far, almost every episode, we have circled back to the pure concept of independent thought yes. in mm-hmm. some way, shape mm-hmm. or form. Yes. yes. It's it's so critical. Yes, it is. It's yeah. so critical to yes, be able to think for yourself. Yeah. To yep. be able to move away from groupthink, to right. be able to move away from uh, a herded mindset. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because right. that's that that's the core of so many of the mistakes that mankind yes, is. is and has made. Yes, you know it what is. I mean? Yeah. Or is making and has made. Mob yeah. mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that group think I think adds to the metaphysical metaphysical. Story. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. if you can escape that, yeah. you can remove a lot of the stresses. And that goes for sure. you know certain upbringings that we've had. Yeah, sure. you know what I'm saying. For I mean sure. that yep. that because a lot of times if you go through your entire life and you you're not able to be yourself, I think that in in and of itself is just a slow death. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah, yeah. 
I wonder if that does, like you said, that's a good point. I mean, does that bring the cancers? You know what I'm saying? And, it, you know, with that thinking, that thinking, and I'm not going to get in detail because we talk about it, about church. Not a, <laughs> I won't get into that. But, yeah. but that mentality, like being set up in certain establishments, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. does that perpetuate or does that... Um, instill you know the cancers the tumors or or start that process i think it does i think it improves yeah that that and the fried chicken (laughs) you said what (laughs) that and the fried chicken (laughs) so look look at the fruit yeah Yeah. you know what treat by the fruit that it is yeah Yeah. look at the look at the quality of life yeah that that a lot of people that we have come up around are experiencing the quality of life is not there yeah, yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Because it's 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 <laughs> it's fear based tactics. Yeah, it's it's uh it's anger, it's ignorance, it's groupthink, it's f- being herded, it's it's so many things. We can go down the list and probably talk about twenty, thirty different separate things. I know it's people that don't understand that productive change is, is a good thing. It's not bad. Right? Yeah. Absolutely, you know right. it's people Absolutely. that actually think that. Just the word change mm-hmm. is a cuss word. Yeah, right? it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's yeah, like right. you have to change. You have to evolve in order to just, I mean, why are we here? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why would you want to spend 80, 70, 80 years, 90 years on this planet and never really fulfill your purpose? And then you come up in certain establishments mm-hmm. where you get taught about purpose, mm-hmm. <laughs> finding your purpose. But then you're not allowed to find your purpose. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what's going on here? It's like, yeah, what's going yeah, on? That's, yeah. that's traumatic. Now I'm getting poisoned, <laughs> traumatic is. thoughts, you know? You yeah, know, that so. is traumatic. Yeah, uh, traumatic. Traumatic. It is. That's the new word. Hey, we got to keep a counter up for you know, <laughs> yeah. on the videos. Yeah, the new word. The 9011. And he brought that back up again. Yeah, yeah. We got to have a zoology, right? Oh, yeah, one for G. Yeah, yeah. Put a whiteboard up. Right. Oh, man, we should. And it just, uh, right, right, right. (laughs) Words invented. So I'll say it. My IQ is going down lower. I'll say it. She's going to fall on the sword for us, guys. Yeah, I will. That's funny. I've pretty much, I know my mindset is already put me at odds with something. So I'm going to say with my disclaimer, the same as I did last time, right? These are my thoughts. These are not their thoughts. Don't blame them for it. They're not. We don't talk about this stuff. We don't plan for it ahead of time. So this is me off the cuff. Um, if, if you have to go to an institution that requires self-flagellation and you to devalue yourself in order to be accepted, you should question it. Mm-hmm. If you really feel like trash and they tell you you have to, you have to consider yourself as trash, then that's that's on you. But if you don't feel like you're trash and they tell you you have to consider yourself as trash before you can have any value, there's a problem. So that in itself is traumatic thinking. If my acceptance in a group is based on me telling and admitting to myself how bad I am, how helpless I am, how poor I am, how evil I am and everything else. If you accept all those things, again, you're this empty glass. Mm -hmm. And if I'm letting all these people pour all these negative thoughts about myself into that cup, you're going to get what you pay for. So you have to think for yourself. And again, my thoughts, not theirs. But yes, the way that we're brought up in the institution we have to come into in order to find God that you have to be considered yourself trash first, I think is a problem. Nobody else is saying that. I'm saying it. It's a problem. You have to find value for yourself. You have to be convinced that you are worth something. 
And if our, do you think our creator makes trash? Let me ask it to you that way. God don't make no junk. If God don't make no <laughs> junk and you are what God has made, then you got to really rethink if somebody's telling you that you're garbage and that you're trash and that you're worthless and that you're all these other things we're forced to accept about ourselves. It's no coincidence that we have the health issues that we do, right, in that group. Because if I have to have all those negative thoughts about myself just to be counted, just to be accepted, just to be able to even come in the building and not be kicked out, there's probably going to be a problem there. You're probably going to carry some kind of trauma out of there. And if you are willing to take that trauma, you think that the reward you're going to get on the other side of that trauma is worth it, then that's all on you. But you probably would want to consider if there's a better way. Because you carrying all that trauma and all that negativity around for how you think about yourself is going to come back on you in some way. But that's your that's your choice. That's your decision. So my thoughts, again, no, not theirs, really. but that's that's just the reality of, of things we come into. And, and yeah. Well, what, what, what you're actually saying is Matthew 5 is the Beatitudes. You know what well, I mean? People don't see it as that. But though, people right? don't see people it. Think that you understand what I'm saying? People like, think like, it's reinforcing the same thing that it, it was. And it's not. It not. It's not. Jesus it not. is really, really breaking down some liberty there. He really is. You know, he's telling them about what it is to be blessed, right? You know? And and I think that's the key. Because at the end of, I think, verse 10 or 11, correct me if I'm wrong, I can put it on the screen. Mm -hmm. He says that you are a city on a hill. You are the light of the world. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So how in the world is Jesus 2,000 years is going to explain to people that that's strangers that you are likes of the world. Mm -hmm. But then when we go to our establishments and whatnot, man, we're the filth of the earth. You see a wretched man that I am? He saved the wretch like me? Yeah, yeah. Well, but I will say... I mean... We just constantly beat ourselves up, though. But but if you've done some dirt, I mean, I mean, you gotta be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you know, but it's a it's a mentality that's forced upon some, though. No, understood. Some actually are. Some dudes come up from the club like, yeah, look at these girls. You know, come to church. You know, the next morning. But it's like, I know it's true. But then some people, you know, some little kid is crying at the altar tomorrow. I'm a red so God. It's like. I know. But they don't even know what they're talking about. Yes. And then they grow up like that. That's, that's yeah. traumatizing, man. And then, guess what? You already dropped that seed. Like you said, the yeah. seed is our They think they're going to burn in hell, burn. and they yeah. ain't even done nothing. So, yeah. yeah. So, Which also doesn't point. exist. Point for another podcast. Yeah, man. I love this, man. I know, man. I've enjoyed listening to G today, bro. Yeah. We're going to cherish this, guys. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Let's eat. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. You ain't going to eat. No, what's, what's on your mind? You, you still, yeah, you still yeah, think, yeah, you I see the wheels turning, bro. You can stop. I see the smoke coming over here, right? Yeah, I see the wheels turning. No, what I'm thinking about, uh, I, I've had multiple different thoughts as uh, as G was talking and then as Ethan was talking. Um, first of all, I agree with you um, that God didn't create mistakes. God didn't. God's creations are perfect, exactly the way that He designed them. Mm -hmm. From the trees to the grass to the dirt to the earthworms to the stars to the earth to the sun to human beings to every other creature that He's ever created, He created them exactly the way they should be. Mm -hmm. There is nothing at all incorrect about the work that God has done at all. Period. Mm -hmm. That's number one. We say that, but we don't really believe it a Absolutely. lot of times, especially growing Absolutely. up in the church. We say it all the time. God don't make no junk. I know I'm, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. We say it all the time, but we don't really believe it because, again, to your point, the 
the greater, the theme that's pushed more enthusiastically is the one that I am a, a broken wretch and all of these things, which I have been a wretch. I ain't gonna lie. I've mm-hmm. been a wretch in my life. And um, yeah, and I have and I have breached. <laughs> <laughs> you said it with a mic, <laughs> right, right, right. Through <laughs> um, his voice, uh, over right, right. <laughs> um, but through work that I have done, mm-hmm. and this is another th- theme that's not taught. We're not taught that we can work on ourselves, and this is one of the more things that are, that is dam- more damaging, in my opinion. Right. I agree with that. Um, we're not taught that we can work on ourselves. We're taught that whatever your issue is, you just Bring come and just altar. beg about it and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. We're not talk about. We're not taught about the innate power that God has given us as His creations and as beings that are created in His image. We're not taught about that. Absolutely. Um, at least not. You know, it's not prevalent. If we are, you know, right. it's, it's kind of in small circles that may be taught. But anyway. Um, that's that's the first thing that I was thinking. And then the second thing that I was thinking is I, I was kind of going over the Beatitudes in my mind as you were saying them. And um, that's something that I want to study a little bit more. Um, it's part because foundational. Exactly, exactly. Um, <clears throat> just thinking about the, the attributes of... So if Jesus... I, I, I consider, and I'm sure you guys do too, I consider mm-hmm. Jesus to be the example for a human's life on this planet. There is no greater example that we have as far as how to live in this body while we are here, right? For his examples of the 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 greatest attributes that a person can attain, mm-hmm. the meekness, the uh, merciful, and so on and so on, um, for those to be things that he pulled out of all of the possibilities, he chose those... Mm-hmm. And he said, this is what I want to share with you guys. But to me, that's powerful. And to me, I think that those are things that those parts parts of his ministry, think that and things like it, mm-hmm. are things that we should focus a lot of our energy and attention on. Absolutely. I agree. Agreed. Yeah, Absolutely. That's why, um, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Because no, that's right. why I was thinking like uh, foundational. Mm-hmm. Matthew 5 lately has really, has really been the springboard of my transition. I'm going to start Matthew five has man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really helped me slow down mm-hmm. a lot, man. A lot. I've studied I've studied Jesus' ministry more than any other part of Scripture for the last couple of years. Um, pretty much exclusively, man. Just mm-hmm. because just the life that he lived, the way that he taught, the way that he loved and forgave. I was thinking about when you were mentioning the. Uh, um, uh, the forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about how powerful is that, man? man. Yeah. You're literally dying at the ha- dying yeah. at the hands of these people. Yeah. We're not talking about getting beat up or put in prison or talked about or persecuted in any other way. We're talking about dying. You are on yeah. your last moments. Yeah. And your your thought is not about revenge. Your right. thought is not about your own pride. Your right. thought is not about your ego. Your thought is not even about your family and your friends who are watching you die. Your thought is on the people who are doing this to you. And with such love and compassion to say, forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. Wow. Please, please forgive them. Yeah. Don't lay it to their charge. Yeah. That's crazy to me. 
Seriously. Um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm <laughs> number one, I'm thinking about how awesome that is. Number two, yeah. I'm thinking about how difficult that is to obtain. <laughs> as I, <laughs> I agree with, with, the, with the person that I am, man, that's yeah, difficult no, to right. obtain. We, we have a hard time forgiving for much, much less than I'm yeah. telling you, yeah. 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 we can't even step yeah. on our Jordans in them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We ready to fight and kill. Man. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think this has been a really good conversation. I, agree, I, I, I appreciate it. I say it all the time, and I know we say it after yeah. we leave, but I want to say it on the air, man. Mm. I find these conversations with y'all to be so valuable. I, agree, yeah, I, I, I chew I on these things literally for weeks. I know, yeah.